anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Greetings, everyone, all the listeners here and there and everywhere all across the land. Welcome to the Men Church Stuff Podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Culp, as always, here with my beloved brother-in-law, Brad Coleman, on this day of weddings. Brad, how's it going, man? How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I just remember while you were counting us down that I had a dream last night that uh-huh. I trimmed my beard a little bit and I, <laughs> I trimmed it wrong. And so like there was basically nothing left and I went to kind of like stroke my beard oh. and it was, uh, it was gone and I was kind of freaking out. And you felt your fit, your regular I was face. Like I felt naked. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, I can't. Dude. Is- so, so there was one morning, this was, I think this was about two months ago. There was one morning um, where I was just, I was just dragging. And I was I was getting ready and I wasn't even thinking when I pulled out my my beard trimmers that I normally keep the guard on, but mm-hmm. there, the guard wasn't there. And I went Nyeh! and then I went huh? and Sarah was standing right there. She went, you didn't. And I said, I didn't mean to. So what I had to do was I had to I had to I had to do that to my whole mustache. Yeah. And not many, I I don't think that there were many people that noticed it, but it like, it freaked me out, man, because I don't know, facial hair, you don't mess with a guy's facial hair, you know? Right. But DJ, what, like, like your, your accident took like what, a week, two (laughs) weeks? Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're back back to normal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This takes a little more than a week to get back there. I mean, yeah, that's. That's like a small accident to like a existential crisis. Yeah, no doubt. How, dude? How long if you did shave your beard off? How long would it take to to get back to to, to like the right length of it? Yeah, yeah. Because it looks like what? What is it? Probably what? Maybe three or four inches long off your chin, uh, or is it six? Uh, it's about that long. Yeah, it's, it's about it's about that long. Half of a pen. Okay. Yeah, a little more. Probably about four. Four inches, anyway, yeah. It, it, yeah, probably a year. Wow, dang! Yeah, that's I mean, a, that's... I mean, I I would have pretty decent beard before that time, but to get it yeah. back to where it's at, like cause it's yeah. been over probably over a year here, but I feel like it's really stopped getting longer. Yeah, like yeah, most of the time it's like when I brush it and stuff, the the old hair kind of comes comes out. So anything that gets longer kind of just ends up. <laughs> yeah dead like like um, a dog like a dog shedding his coat that's right <laughs> yep It'd make a pretty big fur ball yeah. um so uh listeners as if you're new to the show um we uh brad and i we we had to cut our last show short and if you're a regular listener you'll 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 know that what what we wanted to do is actually just kind of pick up where we left off continue the conversation of faith part two um, but Brad, to to just kind of open this up, I know, and again, I know it's your topic, 
but um, just sort of to open us up with with a question, um, what is what is one of the the moments in time, like in your life, where you have seen somebody else's faith really play out? So, I mean, like it could be one of it be like an earth shattering thing, but but is there any, is is there a is there a moment in time where someone else's faith um, really kind of like stuck out to you? Hmm. There's was impactful it's a lot of probably great examples i'm just trying to think of how do i narrow that down is um, there is yeah is there like a particular see, i mean this, this, may seem, this may seem small to some people okay but 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 it's not um I was journaling. I was a youth pastor and I was journaling and I was really struggling that day, really struggling with my anxiety, really struggling with a lot of things. And mm -hmm. I'm praying about that. Like the, I'm prayer journaling. Like I'm kind of like journaling, but I'm praying what I'm journaling, you know, to yeah. God. And just yeah. Yeah. Kind of pour my heart about my anxiety and, and how stressed I am. And this older lady named Miss Ruth, who was in like a kind of a roll around wheelchair kind of little thing, electronic thing. She she wheels into my office. Uh, she has since gone on to be with Jesus. And mm. man, she was just a blessing. And she came in and she was like, how are you doing, Pastor Brad? You know, I'm like, I'm doing, I, you know, I'm I'm OK. And she's like, well, I'm having a real rough day. And like you, you, because she's smiling, but it's just like I'm just having a real mm -hmm. rough day, and, and I'm really just struggling, and I just, just want to talk to you because I'm struggling. And then she said, "You know what? I'm just not going to let myself struggle. I'm just not going to let myself struggle because I know that Jesus is, you know, He is Lord, and He has saved me, and uh, that's awesome. Know, I, I'm just not going to let myself struggle because because I know who He is, and uh, so how are you doing? And it's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not good <laughs> i can't i don't well, know I if i can jesus, do that i think jesus just answered me <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like in this oh, case Brad, you know and <laughs> i don't feel like jesus always says just stop letting yourself struggle just pick yourself up <laughs> yeah right 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 but there are definitely moments when you know we're getting down <laughs> just because we're 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 drifting from struggling to pity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah and I was right. definitely That's right. I was, I was yeah. going into a full blown pity party. And uh, Zig Ziglar said the problem with pity parties is almost nobody comes, and the ones who do <laughs> don't bring presents. So <laughs> that's right, they don't. Uh, so here, I I feel like you know I see this woman's fight, and she's struggling, and she didn't even really share with me what she was struggling about. Like I think. God sent her into my office just to be like, hey, just tell him you're struggling. And then and then she starts to do that. And she's like, you know what? I'm I'm just not gonna let myself struggle. This is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what are those struggling with? Not, you know. And I was like, I, you know what? I, and I like, really needed that. And, and, so, and, I finished and, and it. so the journal like takes it like after she leaves, you know, oh, she yeah, stays yeah. minutes. And then I go back to journaling and I'm like, okay, wow, God. <laughs> Yeah. Like, kapow kapow you just right right Sometimes dear diary 
Pulling I retract everything that I just wrote. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I'm still not feeling great. I mean, let me yeah. put that out there to the people who are like, yeah, and that's right. like, magically I felt better. Um, but it was a it was a turning point in the corner to go. Okay, sometimes I got to go. I believe you, God, and I trust you. And even though I'm feeling really struggling right now, I'm not going to focus on that struggle. I'm focused on you. Right. And when I turn my eyes to you, then that's a game changer. So I, yeah. I think that's 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 one uh, small example. There's probably so many bigger examples of bigger things, you know, right. with, with people being healed and people being you know, healed with cancer from cancer and stuff like that. But that's the one that really sticks out in my mind. Yeah, it's just Miss Miss Ruth, and she was just this quirky, wonderful mm. lady. I mean, she was she didn't fit the mold of yeah. of a lot of people. Um, I just loved her, and her heart just shone. Now she was a little like kooky, and she'd say some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> her faith and just her love for others was just phenomenal. Yeah, so you know, it was yeah. an example example of seeing that fight and well and and you know one of the things that you mentioned uh at, on our last show brad was um the whole little faith thing yeah you know that that jesus that's that's what the that's what the the translation would you know actually actually use that jesus would yeah. call him was just little faith, little faith yeah. and and like the faith of the mustard seed is in fact little he, he didn't say that you had to, you had to be able to conquer the world and so I think in moments like that, those those little bitty moments speak speak volumes. Mm -hmm. And I think I think it's legit, you know, that that that's that that's that's one of the that's one of the first places that you might go just because yeah. it's not one of these, well, if I've do I have enough faith to overcome yeah. do I, to overcome the big giant mountain? Do I have faith to like put my pants on and think, you know what, I can get out, I can go outside today, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you need those little reminders that that mustard seeds in your pocket, you know, like, you <laughs> yeah, know, right. You I have to put it. my pants on, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You find it, pull it out, like, oh, yes, here it is. I still have it. Um, if I didn't put my pants on, I wouldn't have found it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome for that visual, by the way. Um, can't see pictures in my head, DJ. So you're, <laughs> oh, that's true. I forgot about that about you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my apologies to all of so everybody else, you know, should I edit that out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So, uh, Brad, as, as, as in, as we did with that last show, um, uh, and this one had been continu continuation since it's, since it was your topic. Um, yeah, man, it's to you. There you go. All right. So I, I started with a question, I think last time. So I'll start with a question. <clears throat> yeah this time um what do you do when your faith is wavering oh dude what do you do when your faith is wavering it, it, especially in the sense of hey this is a time when i really need to have i mean we always need right. to have faith but at a time where i'm facing a crisis and my faith is wavering uh and i need to have faith <laughs> i need to to trust <laughs> and um and uh, what do we do in those times? Cause, cause we're going to have those times. Yeah. I think because what, I, I think what, I think obviously what I should do versus what I actually <laughs> do are different answers. I suppose <laughs> what I should do might be twofold. 
um, number one, I might need to go find a little old lady in a wheelchair who, <laughs> yes. who, yes. who, who, who decides, you know what, I, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop worrying. Done. Yeah. Now yeah. it's your turn. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously I should run to scripture. I'm really bad about that though. Mm. Um, like if I'm being fully transparent, I'm bad about running to scripture immediately when my faith is wavering. Mm-hmm. Um, my MO is um if my faith starts to waver for whatever reason if it, if it could be if it could be you know my sinful nature wanting to creep up if it, if it's um my um I, I listeners one of the things i don't know i don't know if you know about me i know brad certainly does um i really love considering not not in it not in a do i believe this but hearing hearing arguments from skeptics about about you know uh, you know, the, um, it could be the, you know, their view on evidence of Christianity or, or something like that. But whenever I'm listening to some of that, sometimes it can kind of get to me. Um, not to say that my faith is, isn't stout to be, but at the same time, because I say that means that means that I need to be all the more careful. Anyways, Mm -hmm. um, my MO is whenever my faith starts to waver, I, I immediately retreat in prayer before I go to scripture and when I say a retreat in prayer, I don't necessarily like, you know, close the door, take my shoes off and bend down before mm-hmm. my bed. But in my like in my heart of hearts, in my in my in my mind, I ask, I ask, I ask the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. take this away. Would mm-hmm. you please come in and and even if it's even if it's just that fast, you know, mm-hmm. just a really, really quick thing. Is it yeah. Lord, please come in and and revitalize me not for like the next three months revitalize me for right now and I, and and no joke that that really is my mo well and so. and i would argue dj that you, that's actually more correct that that you need to run to god mm. and then his scripture and then scripture and, and instead of run to his scripture and then him right. um i mean again well, then i guess i do it right brad yeah, yeah he's not gonna get yeah he's not gonna get mad at you if you run to the scripture and talk to you <laughs> Some people out there going, I always go to the scripture and and then I pray. That's okay. That's okay. Like God's not mad at you. Um, That's an okay way to go too. Um, I would just say like the best way is to pray as you're going to scripture. (laughs) Right. Yeah. This is conscientious people out there listening and they're like, I'm doing it wrong. No, no, you're not. No, no, no. This, this podcast is not how to live like us. No, 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 no. I would recommend um, the opposite, actually. Yeah. Again, like, I think God puts his invitation out to us when he says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, through prayer and supplications, make your yeah. desires known to God. Now, uh, that's verse is not supposed to beat people up. Uh, and some people use it like that. God says, be anxious. Yeah, and I've right. said this before. If you tell anxious people not to be anxious because ang- yeah. anxiety is a sin, you have just created more anxiety. Yeah. Um, you've made your bro- brother stumble. I'll put it that way. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't be do surprised. That. Don't be surprised that they lash back at you and say, "Okay, don't be stupid." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's not the way to deal with anxiety. And and I think when I again as someone who 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 has and does uh, deal with like generalized anxiety and and just as far back as I can remember and something that God continues to uh, walk through with me and to help me on, but that I continue to struggle with. Yeah. It's uh, anxiety to me is a call to prayer. 
And I think that's what God was mm. trying to get across is yeah. that when you're, when you're anxious, instead of sitting there stewing and you're anxious, come to me. Yeah. Talk to me about it. Cause, cause you know what? I got Miss Ruth's I can send you. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just waiting for you to be talking to me about it. And when you hear, and when you hear the motor of the electric wheelchair, just know that's right. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus is about to, Jesus is about to tell you to stop. <laughs> um, so, but going to God, certainly going to Scripture, and going to His faithful, going to people who, who you know, exercise their faith, and you see that in their lives. Yeah. Uh, so when you're lacking in faith. Um, but I love one of my favorite scriptures about faith and interactions is, is actually in Mark chapter nine. Yeah. And you, you, you have this boy who's been brought to Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's having convulsions. He's falling to the ground. He's foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, how long has it been happening? He said, from his childhood. Yeah. He's often thrown both in the fire and the water to destroy him. You know, it's exhausting, obviously. He's having to be with him and save him from the fire and save him from the water. And, of course, he's his dad and he loves him. And he said, but if you, and he says to Jesus, but if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. Just <laughs> yeah. if you can. And Jesus says to, you, says to him, if you can, and there's another question. God loves to ask questions. Like, yep. If I can, you know, if you can, all things <laughs> are possible to him who believes. And I love the his response. And I and I think this is one of my answers that, that I cling to mm -hmm. when I am kind of lacking in faith or when I'm not feeling that that strong faith in those moments and wavering. He says, immediately the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe, help my unbelief. Right. He cried out. Mm -hmm. I do believe. Help my unbelief. Yeah. So he, he he's exercising his little faith. <clears throat> and he's acknowledging at the same time that it's little faith. And probably that anxiety and that fear that it's not going to be enough. Yeah. Right. And so he says, I do. I do have faith. I do believe. But help my unbelief. And when Jesus, it says, when Jesus saw the crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and mute spirit, I command you, come out of him and do not enter him again. And after crying and throwing him into a terrible convulsions, it came out. And the boy became so much like a corpse that most of them said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and raised him and he got up. And when he came into the house, his disciples being questioning him privately. Why couldn't we drive this out? Why couldn't we drive this out? Um, matter of fact, I think that's kind of reflective of, I don't know if it's the same story uh, because it's in two different gospels. So it could be the same story. We, I think we kind of hit on a little bit where Jesus says, you little faith. Now here he mm -hmm. says, this, this, this type only comes out. Um, uh, this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer. All right. Well, yeah. well what is prayer? A prayer is our communion with God. What does prayer right. do? strengthens our relationship with God. It strengthens our faith. So there you go. Yeah. Saying your little faith. Well, I love it because Jesus says to the guy, look, look, yeah, if you believe, he goes, I believe. Lord, help my unbelief. I, I have prayed that prayer so much. 
Mm-hmm. And times when I've been facing things and I and I've been going, God, I know that I need to just trust you. And I do trust you, but but help my unbelief. Help the part of me that's struggling. Yeah. Man, you know, and and like in, in Western civilization, um the like <clears throat> the the humanistic element of of how our culture relies on you know our ability to do stuff um our like the humanistic element that is that's just ingrained it's in it's in the very fabric of our of our culture makes it almost in my experience or at least in my head i should say it's it almost makes it um it almost kind of makes me feel guilty (laughs) if i say help my unbelief because there's a part of me that that always kind of wants to be able to have some some mm-hmm. share in in what God is doing, if that makes any sense. Right. So <laughs> so Lord, help my help my unbelief. And in my head, I'm like, but I really want to kind of still know what you're doing. Yeah. So help my unbelief as long as I can kind of take part in in understanding yeah. where you're going with this yeah. and i don't think it's part of it yeah no because i mean because that's that that sounds um very familiar to this word called pride and i think mm, that's one yeah. of the things that we struggle with i mean we all as men all men all people yeah, you know yeah. there's no sin that's not common um but i think again in the western culture yeah. it's you know pick yourself up by your bootstraps you know you don't need help Right. Uh, yes, I mentioned true. a sermon. I mentioned a sermon uh, this past Sunday. Um, I've grown up with people who go, "I don't accept charity," which, right? I read the King James, so faith, hope, and charity. Uh, so it's faith, hope, love, but but in King James, it's charity, and I always found that inf- interesting because I'm like, and I think I've said that to a couple people actually. Uh, I don't know that it changed their, you know. <laughs> Play. But I was like, well, you know, the, the word charity means love, right? So what you're saying is you're not accepting love. I don't accept love. <laughs> yeah, I don't accept that. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I don't want your, I don't want your charity. I don't want your love. Mm. I mean, that's what you're saying. Cause that's what charity means. It means love. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of people in the country. Um, they're very stubborn. I mean, it takes one to know one. I'm very yeah. stubborn. Um, how's it going there's a lot of people not in the country that are stubborn um i would say i, w- I wouldn't know anything about that i don't i yeah. don't know those folks I, again and i think maybe we hit this on a different podcast but i would definitely say that i came to realize that your dad is more stubborn than me when i thought we were going to die on you know in the canal between kentucky lake and lake barkley because there's this big boat that wasn't doing what it was supposed to do and your dad was like nope i'm just staying the course and he's driving and i'm like <laughs> yeah, i'm right. gonna die yeah I'm, we're in the water i don't I'm think there is such a thing as right of way i'm <laughs> sitting there praying but also going like okay at what point do i jump out of the boat and i'm like yeah. your dad doesn't have a life jacket on you know i don't either but i'm right. like and i'm like all right how good of a swimmer is your, your dad can i pull your dad <laughs> to, to the shore. I'm just sitting there going, Lord, I just don't know. This is not going to work out if you could, you know, and, you know, he finally pulls away at the last second. There's like a four foot wave that just comes on the boat. I get soaked because I'm like in the front. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, yep, 
you know what? He's more stubborn than I am because I yeah. definitely would not have done that. <laughs> and I told him, you know, uh, and, and he did apologize later in the day. He was like, you know, Brad, I'm so sorry about that. And, uh, I said, well, you know what, David, I'm stubborn too, but in uh, where I come from, we don't play chicken with the train. <laughs> Because yeah, right. the train don't get out of the way. The train yeah, yeah. No, the train, the train uh, doesn't get out of the way. Yeah, that's, that's uh, right. That's not real smart. But anyway, uh, there's a lot of stubbornness. And stubbornness yeah. can can be positive, right? Because stubbornness also goes, no, I'm going to trust Jesus. I don't care. I mean, that's that's so, actually kind of true. Yeah. 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 It's so, so there is that positive side. But when stubbornness drifts over into the side of pride of, no, yeah. I can do it myself or I don't need anybody's help and, and all yeah, this. Right. Um, I've got a sign well, on my office door that says sometimes bad things happen. And sometimes those bad things happen because you're stupid and make bad decisions. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, well, yeah. God tells us pride comes before fall. Yeah. Because another place, pride comes before destruction. Yep. Um, you know, so when we start to think, we don't need anybody, um, especially when we don't need God. Like, I don't need your help or just yeah. help me. You're just, yeah, then then it becomes really problematic and you're yeah, on the wrong right. side of that stubbornness. Yeah. Um, although, you know, I would argue that God gives us stubbornness to use rightly because he tells Ezekiel, I'm sending you to a stubborn and obstinate people. Mm -hmm. Basically tells them they're not going to listen to you. But I've made you stubborn and obstinate. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so you'll know. So sometimes to God has given us that. We just <laughs> got to make sure we're using it right. His way. His way. Yeah, and, and not with our sinful flesh way. Of, well, and you and know. you know, so so coming back to this this passage in Mark, um, like there is, I think there might be an element here of stubbornness in the in the the dad. Um, well, let me see, where is it? He, uh, yeah, the, so the dad approaches Jesus clearly because there, there is something beyond, Hey, here's another guy. I'll ask him, can you take, can you take the demon out? Like mm -hmm. there's something, and whether it's Jesus reputation, like it doesn't really necessarily say how, how the dad found out, but nonetheless, when he says, but if you can do anything, clearly there is a stubbornness of of maybe this is a skill set that i don't have you know well, is well and, 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 and you have to realize that it just by reading into even the last it's, and i'm going to assume it's the same story in the mm -hmm. other gospel um but it may not be but but based on what the apostle said they tried and they couldn't yeah. and they couldn't now god's given them power to cast out demons god's given them power to to heal the sick and so hey here here comes this guy bringing his son here here are these guys they can they can cast out demons they, they yeah. can take care of the sick they can heal and he brings them and nothing happens right doesn't change yep um let's assume he's a good father so he's done everything he can he's, he's had his son to every religious faith healer he's had him to every doctor he's had him to every you know he's probably given him every crazy concoction that someone I mean, it's, has it's probably and, and, and to... i would think that in that culture it's probably true that that yeah. jesus was not his first stop yeah, yeah. Um, well, and it, it has been happening since his childhood so yeah so here's that what would you and i do yeah it's I mean, exactly right we've gone right. to every hospital this side of you know the mississippi and right and the other side too and been trying to contact some in london and paris because we they just we don't know 
Like, I don't care. There is no amount, right? There's no, there's nothing that we would go. Nope. That's too much. We would go, we're going to, we're going to do it. Like if you can heal my kid, take my kidney. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 What what do you need? You know, do you want me to know my my body to science? I don't know if you ever watched John Q, you know, he's Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like, dude, like that is unbelievable. Yeah, oh, I like, know. I know, right? It's like, look, you can't get a heart transplant. All right, we'll take mine. Well, we can't do that. Well, um, we'll make it so <laughs> you don't have that choice. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and no matter what that costs me. So I guess this dad who is seeking healing for his son, who wants healing for his son, is, you know, he's, 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 he's extended all those resources. He's, he's probably been told to have faith before. You know, let's say he's gone mm. to the, the Pharisees or something. Well, if you just have enough faith in God. So he's probably yeah. sitting there going, oh, I, I guess I don't have enough faith. And now here is Jesus telling me, well, if you just believe, if you just have faith. He's like, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's me trying to read into the story. So don't, again, I yeah, no, 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 I'm tell people, like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't take my words as scripture. Take yeah, the scripture yeah. as scripture. Right. Sometimes right. I conjecture. I think we're supposed to. But we also have to understand that as conjecture. Yeah. Um, you know, you call me out if if I ever present as scripture something that's not in scripture. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. You and I are definitely conjecturing and speculating. Yeah. But what's interesting is if you like when you read verse 29 here. So he said to them this kind. So he said to the disciples, this kind of demon can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. What's interesting is. I mean, Jesus even acknowledged that this demon cannot come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. Now, I don't think that he was saying, I don't have enough power to do this unless I pray and fast too. I certainly am not going to to try to throw that into the argument. But um, well, and, it, and, it, it definitely it definitely to the to the disciples. Oh, dude, it just occurred to me that he that he tells the dad something totally differently. He tells the dad he tells the dad. Um, if what is it? If you can believe, if you if you can believe, all things that are all things are possible to him who believes. Mm-hmm. But then he tells the disciples, "This can this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting." Huh? And yeah, just all right. I'm, gonna, to I'm not going to go the deeper one. I'm going to go the shallower one in my head. Um, okay. Again, what happens when we pray? Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're communicating with God and it's a discourse. It's not a one way conversation. It's right. And we're opening our heart to listen to God, to speak to God. Uh, of course, that'll increase our faith and our belief. Um, what is fasting? Fasting is when we set aside something, you know, to, to take that time and that energy to focus on God. Mm-hmm. And we are, you know, often saying no to our flesh for a time. It's usually whether, you know, a lot of times it's fasting is food. Um, but, but it could be other things. Yeah. Right. You know, and, but, but something that, that our body is naturally going, no, I want that. And we're saying, no, right. I'm trading that right now. Yep. For Jesus. I'm trading that right now for time with God. Uh, the time I was going to spend the energy that I was going to spend there. I'm, I'm, I'm dedicating that to the Lord. And what is that going to do? Well, that's going to help your faith and belief. So again, I think it all boils down to Jesus saying the same thing. He's just telling the apostles in a a different way. Right. Like, 
you don't believe it enough. You, yeah. you know, you know, and yeah, maybe this one's trickier. I think God's never given me the ability to cast out demons or heal sick. So I don't know. Maybe some yeah, are more tricky yeah, than yeah, others. And me either. Well, yeah, I'll, like, so so if I can, it's not it's really not my story to tell, but I will share the story. Um, um, a uh, a youth minister that um that was at the church that we attended when Cher and I were in college. Um, the youth minister took a took a mission trip to Africa. Mm. I don't remember where, but um, <clears throat> this little bitty village that he was with the um the the pastor said will you come with me there's a there's a young teenage girl who's demon possessed they mm. and, and you know they go to this village they visit and they both try to um they both try to to exercise the demon mm. and like i don't remember i don't remember all the details but it doesn't happen mm. um and i don't remember if they go back the next day or the day after but i remember that um that boyd was very put out that mm. You know, he is he thought that his faith mm-hmm. in what God would do would would become manifest right then and there. And um, and so he he prayed and he fasted mm-hmm. um, and was. Again, I, I don't know all the details, so I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, put stuff in that's mm-hmm. not that's not there. They went they went back. And there was Boyd remembers saying Boyd. I remember Boyd telling me there was something different about this experience. I, there was just something different about him. Like he could tell mm-hmm. that there was something something off, if you will. And when they went into this little tent, there there the the, the little girl stood or sat. Excuse me, laid down. And the interaction this time was was much more seemed much more intentional, much more personal, much more. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but um, when when she kind of started convulsing and speaking in like this demonic language, I remember Boyd telling me that he just had this this sort of voice inside, if you will, tell it, tell him, tell her that all she has to do is say the name Jesus. So he said that the demon shut her mouth; she could not speak, and he said, "Well." He she he showed the 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 sign language for Jesus, the and actually he said that this is happening right there in front of him. That the demon clamped up her hands, mm. and she couldn't she couldn't even even do that. And then and he was like, I I didn't know what to do. And the thought crossed my mind: just tell her to even think the name mm. Jesus, because he hears us. Yeah, and the deepest. Yep. You know? In the yeah, and and that's what he told her to do. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she became sane. Like she, mm-hmm. like everything stopped um, when he, when he told her to do that. So like, yeah, like it's the idea of the idea of like, what, what do we really have faith to do? Mm-hmm. Um, again, what is, I'm trying to remember exactly how I worded it. So pardon me, listeners, if I can't remember, you can go back and listen to the other episode. But I, I, I said something to the effect of like, faith is not, it's not um, thinking that God might but knowing that God will mm-hmm. or hoping that God might, but knowing that God will. Um, yeah. And, and I think one of the things that shakes our faith is when we know that God can, but he doesn't in the manner that we hope that he would, you know? Um, well, right. And let me just take what you just said, the story you just told. Yeah. And look at that on what, you know, we read that the Jesus told the apostles, because that's what boy did. You said, 
Like he yeah. went and prayed yeah. and he fasted. Yeah, it's what it's what he did. And 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 what happens when we pray and we fast? It turns our faith off of our ability. Yep. To God's. To God's. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's I almost thought, like it's it, actually even when I said like I thought I had enough faith. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and where's that focus? Right. It's on me. On, and on, you know, on you me. Know, and what's interesting? What's interesting is is that if from that perspective. And there might be some there might be some people that disagree with this. I mean, I know that there are definitely people that disagree with this, but at that point, it's not our faith. And I think that's the humanistic side of this is like how much how much faith do I have? I mean, you, Brad, mm-hmm. you've even said on the show before that that I don't know where it is in Scripture that got, that you know that says that God God gives everybody um, a certain measure of faith. A measure of faith, yeah. But here's the thing: it's actually not ours. It's God's faith. Mm-hmm. And and I know that almost sound that might almost sound like counterintuitive. It's almost like cyclical thinking. Like so, God gives you His own faith. I mean, well, everything. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, like everything belongs to God anyway. So I I don't really know how you can argue that. But yeah. um, it's His air. The, it's His soil. It's His matter. It's yeah, his yeah. Protons and, and, and neutrons and electrons. And so at that point in time, when I, when I'm thinking, what kind of faith do I have? Yeah, it's not really. Like again, I don't, I, I can't claim ownership over it. I can claim ownership yeah. over, over how I act on it, maybe, but yeah. I can't necessarily, I can't certainly can't claim ownership of, of faith that that, that God is giving me. I mean, shoot, yeah. you know, David says in Psalms, salvation belongs to the Lord. Yep. So what part do I play in that? Well, and, and again, you know, I said this in the sermon, kind of this Sunday. All yeah, right, and I think maybe this is is part of the answer. Right. Um, faith is like a muscle. Someone said, mm-hmm. "Again, that's not yeah. in scripture, but somebody was defining it." That they said, "Hey, I think faith is like a muscle." Yeah, and I really like that analogy because the more you use it, the more that it grows. Yeah, the, the more, more you give don't you for use sure. it, the more you fail to use it, the more it tends to atrophy. Yeah, you get stiff, and so if faith is like a muscle. Um, and God gave us the muscle, God gave us the faith and right. And then our part is to use it. Mm-hmm. It's to use it. It's, it's to make it active, not to hide it in the ground. And that's dude, you, no joke. You actually went where I was thinking of like, dude, yeah. this is just like the parable of, ta- of the, the, the yeah. talents. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And I think, and I think what we, what in, in that particular case, Brad, I think that that is us. In whatever situation that we that we find ourselves in, whether it's as you mentioned, whether it's like these huge, life altering, career changing type of of moments, momentous yeah. moments of using faith, or if you're in an electric mm-hmm. wheelchair and you're like, you know what, my life is, yeah, I'm not going to worry about it. God's got everything. Mm-hmm. Um, in in both of those scenarios, I think burying our talent in the ground and that in that you know following that metaphor <laughs> is us is us having unbelief yeah you know like i i I just and i don't know how that looks obviously it's gonna be different for everybody um again for me in my life you know brad the question you asked was um uh i'm trying to remember how, how how it was that you worded it but like but what oh yeah what do you do when your when your faith starts to waver um and i think that in for me 
in my in in my life, I can definitely tell you the reason I know what my MO is is because there have been numerous more times than I am that I will ever be proud of for sure. Mm -hmm. That at the moment of where I should retreat in prayer, Holy Spirit, take mm -hmm. this away. Holy Spirit, please revitalize my faith. Meet me right now. Send an angel to protect me. All that kind of stuff. In those moments, I have chosen. I'm not going to do that right now. Either A, because like either A, I want sin to creep in. Either B, I'm 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 fine. I'm not desperate enough, right? Right. And and at that moment in time, the like I'll I'll bury again following the metaphor i'll bury yeah. my my faith i won't use it i won't act yeah. on it um so anyways yeah so i want to get before we're we're done i want to kind of yeah. turn the corner a little bit because one of the things you had mentioned was again other people's faith and yeah in a conversation before it's like other people's faith yeah. yeah and sometimes we're the other people and sometimes they're the miss ruths and yep. so other people's faith well when i think about other people's faith I go like straight to um, like Luke five. I'm going to guess that it's the same passage that, that, that I'm thinking about. Um, starting at 17, it says one day he was teaching and there were some Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting there uh, who come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present for him to perform healing. And some men were carrying on a bed, a man who was paralyzed. Yep. 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 They were trying to bring him in and to set him down in front of him, but not finding any way to bring him in because of the crowd. They went up on the roof and let him down through the tiles with his stretcher into the middle of the crowd in front of Jesus. Yep. And verse 20 says, seeing their faith, mm. he said, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Now, that verse, dude, should rock everybody's understanding. <laughs> Of of, well, of no, I, I'm, I, I I'm going to 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 say that yeah. when he says there, um, uh, we should probably include the guy on the stretcher too, as part of That's the people true. that are having faith. Yeah, right. Um, but but it's not just his faith. Not just his faith. That's right. It's it, so friends, you know, friend, your sins are forgiven you. Seeing their faith, so your faith is important in the life of your friends in the life mm -hmm. of your circle and the life of your family, your faith is important to God. Now, now their faith is important too. I love what you said, DJ, and that story. And you, I don't think you've ever told me that story before with Boyd, because I love the fact oh, that, yeah. that this voice inside of him. Okay. So the Holy spirit answered him and the right. Holy spirit said, tell her to cry out to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Just say Jesus. Just say Jesus. Yeah. So, so, so it was uh, in that instance, God made it up to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and God's allowing him to walk through this process of, oh, now she can't speak. Well, I'm like, what? Like, just yeah. sign it. Right. You know, that, that, that's the same. Just, just, just sign it. When, and, oh, no, she can't do that. And God's like, look, the demon can only go so far. Yeah. That's right. It may be able to shut her mouth because I, and again, because God's like, because I'm allowing it. It may be able yeah. to shut her hands because I'm allowing it, but it cannot shut off her heart and her mind from me. But, that's right. Yeah. So you're exactly right, man. You, if you'll just cry. Yeah. Just cry now to Jesus. And, and I want to say here, Brad, you know, you mentioned 
with the, the 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 man on the on the cot, the man on the bed that they yep. were that they were that his friends were carrying. I'm I'm gonna do a little pushback if you're okay with that. That yeah, I love pushback. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily know if we need to be concerned with the man's faith on the cot because scripture makes no mention of it. Meaning this. Whenever I think about this story, I don't think about a compliant friend who says, hey, guys, put me on a cot, take me to Jesus. He'll heal me in yeah. my head. I and the reason I in the and, and I'll get to why I think about it this way. Um, but in my head, I see four friends <laughs> who are like, look, we're taking this. We're taking this guy to Jesus. We're, mm -hmm. This is what's going to happen today. Yeah. So. In my it, like to me, I don't necessarily see the the friend on the cot, the friend on on what is it the bed or whatever whatever word is mm -hmm. is used there. I don't see him playing actually any role in this particular story because of what Jesus or because of what it says in in verse twenty when he saw their faith. The mm -hmm. way I've always perceived it, there is the faith of the friends, not necessarily faith of the guy on the on the on the cot. So well, and so and here's where I'm going to push back on you. Yeah. If Jesus had have just healed him, I would maybe be able to accept your argument. Okay. If Jesus had just said, you're healed, because of the faith of your friends, you're healed. Right. Then, then I said, but Jesus doesn't say that. He says, your sins are forgiven. So for, for in scripture, uh -huh. for God to forgive us of our sins, we have to be repentant and turn to him. Now, maybe sure. as simple as is just just crying out Jesus. So uh -huh. for me, because I can't, no matter how hard I try, no matter how hard I want, I can't get somebody saved because that's what I see. I see salvation. I yeah. see the guy yeah. getting saved. Right. So no matter how much I love somebody, no matter how much I pray for them, Jesus is not going to save them apart from them. Yeah. Right. They have to be willing. So and again, he makes it, he makes it yeah. simple. He makes it and simple. I, and, and, and no, no, no. And I, I'm like. Now, now again, well, no, no, if I you're looking at it from a standpoint of non-salvation, then maybe I can accept your argument that he's not right. really, it's not really salvation, but he's just saying, Hey, you're forgiven. My, 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 my view here is like the way I, the way I think about the, the weight of this story is uh -huh. how important it is for us to to pray to act on behalf of of people who who don't have christ right. not not and, and downsize that yeah 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 but and i'm not saying that you're not that you're arguing against that by any means yeah. what i'm saying is is there potentiality for for someone's someone's searching to change because you are praying for it and so in Mark, in Mark two, same story here, right? Yeah. Um, then they lowered, um, then they were lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus, seeing their faith. Jesus said to the paralyzed man, "My child, your sins are forgiven." Yeah. Um, and and so to me, the, again, the way I'm the way I'm reading the word there, yeah. as as like as essentially kind of like modifying the word or the 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 sentences before it. Then they lowered the man, seeing their faith. That's the way I've yeah. always viewed it. Um, so, I, so, 
like a way too deep conversation for our podcast here. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, if I opened up, if I opened up Pandora's box, well, um, it just the thing you have to understand, and and I don't fully understand. Uh, sure, I can't read Greek. I'm just just a beginner study of yeah of Greek. Um, but oftentimes Greek doesn't have pronouns. Um, oh, there are okay. things that are, that are implied. So, see, when Jesus says "I am He," He doesn't say that. He says "I am." Right, um, but we have to have that in English because that's the way English works. Uh, one, two. I'm gonna say maybe four. I'm looking. So, I'm looking this up on on um, on uh, Bible Hub, on Bible yeah. Hub. All right, good so let's look at the Greek. Verse twenty. We're both looking it up on our separate interlinears. Yeah, yeah. So, All right, so the ahead. Word, if, you got, if there, you're not driving down the road, go ahead, pull up your interlinear, join us. <laughs> so the word there is um, auton, meaning yeah. he, she, it, they, them, same from the particle ow. Well, no, nope, don't know. The reflexive pronoun self used of the yeah. third person and of the other persons. Yeah. Um, which may them. or may not really answer anything. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> having yeah, seen the yeah. faith of them. <laughs> But, but again, there you go back to the same, again, I don't know Greek enough to know, you know, okay, definitively, this is pointing toward yeah, them. Right. And so, a lot of times when I read stuff like that, you got two different groups who are arguing kind of the same point, right? They're, sure, right, but, right. But in a different way, they're like, no, no, no. It, the of them means all, all of them, all five. Yeah. Or the yeah. of them, no, that just means the four. The four. Um, let, me, let me stop here, though, because yeah. here... Here's what we tend to do as people. And, uh -huh. and on some level, it's okay. Right? We, we look at the story like of the prodigal son, and we call it the prodigal son, which mm -hmm. is wrong. There is a prodigal son. Um, but the story really, as Jeff Fulham said, should be called the loving father. Because the mm -hmm. focus is not right. this son or that son, but this, the love of the father. Right. So so sometimes we, we're, we're, we're sitting here, and we're trying to go, okay, is it about the guy on the cot? Is it about the guy and his right. friends? Is it about his friends? When when ultimately it's about the guy who says your sins are forgiven. Because no, it's about you're, no, and you're exactly right. And 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 what I was going to even say, Brad, is like you and I are certainly we're certainly starting yeah. to get in, get into the weeds of yeah. of what does this mean? Who does it refer to? Which, which but, I enjoy. I just don't know if yes, else wants to go with yeah, us. Right, no, right. But at the same time, but at the same time, again, does that matter? Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't. Why not? Because, because Jesus ultimately said, um, when he, when he, like he said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. Yeah. Um, what, what I like and to it, think about the, the weight of this particular story yeah. is what Jesus did not say was, um, when he saw the, the faith of the man on the mat. When he saw the when he saw their faith. So whether it's the whether whether it's the friends only or the friends and the guy on the mat, in either case, the friends carrying the guy yes. are playing a part in this story. They're playing a critical part, yeah. not just because oh, yeah. they not just because they got the guy to Jesus. Which begs but, the question. Yeah. Which begs the question for us. Mm -hmm. What links are we willing to go? Oh, dude. To I get know. our friends to Jesus. 
Oh. What lengths are we willing to go to get our friends to Jesus? I know, and and I can I can tell you that there are there have been many times in my life where I am the person that needs to that needs to go stand at the back of the line because yeah. I I have I have failed miserably and on, on to and, that end, you know. And here here's the other question, okay? What about your friends? Are you surrounded by people who? Who will go the extra mile? Oh, dude, yeah. Because I right. don't know, like pack you up on the roof, take apart the roof, and get you down to Jesus. Do you have people that will go out of their way to get you to Jesus? That's right. Because um, I think we need to be those people, and we need to surround ourselves with those people as much as we can. And and yeah, like I'm like I. I'm just going to say the word relationship and that's it because, yeah. because I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to chase the rabbit. Yeah. Just relationship. Podcast land guys. If <laughs> yeah, you're listen, yeah. usually DJ is saying this, but I'm asking you, give us some feedback. If, if you yeah. want us to chase some of these rabbits, if you want Please. us to go yeah. deeper into these questions of, all right, let's debate a little bit more. Um, who who are the them? <laughs> who are the faith, them? <laughs> uh, whom Jesus is discussing? Uh, you know, if, if as we're looking at things, you want us to, yeah, you want to take that crazy ride with us back and forth. Let us know, yeah, and, and maybe we'll do a little more of that. Um, I enjoy it. I know DJ enjoys it. We we enjoy the banter and the back and forth. Yeah. Um, but but we don't want to leave you guys in the lurch if uh, if you're like nope no just stick with your stuff uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so so give us feedback as to whether or not you want us to chase rabbits or yeah. you don't want to just don't want yeah, us just to chase that rabbit yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. yeah if the rabbit goes down a hole just find another rabbit you know yeah. <laughs> hmm. DJ's much more humane than I am like, <laughs> <laughs> just let it go <laughs> that's funny brad you good man i'm good all right well everyone listeners we're gonna we're gonna draw this one to a close um as always um and we really mean this, this is why we say it every episode we love that you love our show yep. um share our show tell people our sh- uh, about our show we love you guys we really do um and and we we are like I'm not joking when I say this. Brad and I are incredibly humbled that you guys spend your time hearing us pontificate over stuff that may or may not matter. Um, pontificate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You enjoy our discourse together. <laughs> yeah. um, but like you know these these things, uh, the, these these topics really mean very important things to, to me and Brad. We certainly hope they, they mean important things to you. Um, but uh, you know what to do. Um, you can connect with us on Instagram at Men Church Stuff. You can email me and Brad. We will, we will respond to every email that we get. Uh, menchurchstuff at gmail.com you can connect with us at our at our face group page like uh, like our show rate and review us wherever you get your your um, your podcast um, Brad I love you buddy I love you too. Hold on. I'm going to save some people a Google. Instead of having to Google, pontificate. I just did. Express some opinions <laughs> in a way considered annoyingly pompous and dogmatic. Yes. Uh, pontificate. So save you some time. Yep. All right. Love you guys. <laughs> it means to vomit words. Yes. Yes. <laughs>